Blog Talk Radio. We know that quality care for your most precious gift is your highest priority. Worry no more. The Children's School offers early childhood education that counts. We provide a variety of learning activities to enable all of our children to grow and learn at their own pace. We ensure that quality attention is offered to every child. The Children's School provides a stable, fun, and safe learning environment for your child. Located in the Germantown section of Philadelphia, we accept children 16 through 5 years of age. We are open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call us today for a visit at 215-991-1767 or email us at childrenschool.thl at gmail.com. Assalamu alaikum. This is your brother, Seifu Hawk, inviting all my brothers and sisters to go check out the Dino Vaduga movie. Now available on Vimeo On Demand. That's V-I-M-E-O On Demand for $9.99. And you can also get it on Amazon Instant Video. Inshallah, go to Google and type in Vimeo On Demand. Or you can go to Amazon Instant Video. Inshallah, the Islamic movie of the year. Please support me. Check it out. Uh, Cover Girls is coming up next, inshallah. Salaamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaykum. Wa alaykum assalam. Mom, how you been? Mashallah, doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm pretty bad. You know, I was I was glad to hear that you wanted to have a little have a little meet with me, inshallah. That's why I got the security over here. I mean, so we wouldn't be alone, have a third party. I'm pretty bad. Nah, so uh, what you looking for in a husband? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty much looking for what almost any woman is looking for. You know, I believe most sisters are looking for a protector, a provider, um, someone who's going to come home at night, and most importantly, someone who's going to hold my hand walking through the gates of paradise. Hey, how y'all know we was Muslim? What's going on, though? It's kind of hope y'all sold up, huh? And we don't see y'all around the mass but... Hey, man, I ain't even been going to the mass man. We just been out here. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I'm your host, Seifu Haq. You're listening to the Dean of Dunya Show, the number one Islamic radio show in America, alhamdulillah. Today's show is one of the many shows in Ramadan. Today is Ramadan special, alhamdulillah. The name of today's show is, what did you die during the month of Ramadan? This is a question for all the, the believers in the world, inshallah. The first thing that we want to understand that Ramadan is a secret month. Just like the Kaaba is a secret House, the house of Allah, Ramadan is a sacred month. It's like Muslim, the blood of a Muslim is sacred in the sight of Allah. So we want to respect this month and we want to try our best to be sincere. To try to get through it with all of our heart, inshallah. 
and inshallah, maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept the best of our efforts and, and, and grant us a successful Ramadan. I mean, the first thing that you want to do in this beautiful month is try to uh, study a seerah, not a seerah, try to study a, a fiqh of Ramadan of the do's and don'ts of Ramadan, the ins and outs. So if you make a mistake, you will know how to correct your mistake. You will know what to do, what not to do. Inshallah, a lot of us have been Muslim for years. It's about time that we study the rules and regulations of Ramadan and just stop asking people when problems come up, inshallah. Um, this particular month, try not to take hot showers um, after Fajr. You know, if you, if, you take, if, you, if you wash up before Fajr, it's okay to take a hot, steamy shower. But if you wake up, uh, make fudger, and you take a shower before you go to work, and it's after fudger, and you're already fasting, try not to take a hot shower because the steam from the water, you will inhale that, and inshallah, that will break your fast. So we need to be very careful about what we do this particular month. You know, so try not to uh, take hot showers when you make wudu. Try not to swallow none of the water that you get in your mouth, inshallah. If it pleases the Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This whole month is dedicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the reward is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that this month is for for him, him personally. So he will reward you personally. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. But the question is, what if this is your last Ramadan? How do you want to go out? How do you want to fulfill this Ramadan? How do you want to do? Because we're not guaranteed next year. The fact that we are in this month of Ramadan and we are alive, and the majority of us are healthy, and those that are not healthy, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring you good health. Allahu Amin. But the fact that we are healthy, you know, that is a nitma. It is a nitma that you get to participate in the month of Ramadan and receive the blessings and the night of power. Ramadan is not like all other months. Every particular action that you do in this month is multiplied by 70. So when you say, As-salamu alaykum, that's 10 barakah. When you say, As-salamu alaykum, rahmat to Allah, that's 20 barakah. When you say, As-salamu alaykum, rahmat to Allah, he ta'ala wa barakatuhu, that's 30 barakah. But in the month of Ramadan, As-salamu alaykum is 70 barakah. You understand what I'm saying? As-salamu alaykum, rahmat to Allah, is 140 barakah. And as-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh is 310 barakah. So it's multiplied by 70. Alhamdulillah. This is this is what we want to understand. But even then, if it's 10 barakah to say as-salamu alaykum on a regular day, if it's multiplied by 70, you have to understand that. So that's, that's very serious. So... Saying As-salamu alaykum on the month of Ramadan is not 70 barakah, it's 700 barakah. So saying As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu is about 3,100 barakah just for the month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. So we want to focus and we want to uh, stress that this month is very important. And you don't want to blow this month. And you don't want to blow this month by carelessly not fasting because you just don't feel like it. But every day that you break fast, you have to make that that day up 60 days. For one day in Ramadan, you have to make it up 60 days in order to equal that one day that you miss fast. 
I'm talking about not that you were sick or a medical reason. I'm talking about you just didn't want to fast that day. And you broke your fast. You have to make that day up. You have to make that make that day up, inshallah. So, alhamdulillah, this is the month of Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may he, may he grant us success this particular month. And may, he, may, may he allow us to to fast with, without difficulty, inshallah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may he allow us to, uh, to come together and to become better Muslims this particular month. The fact that we are Muslim, that right there is the nitma within itself. That you are not a kufar, that you are not a Christian, that the fact that you are Muslim is the nitma within itself, and you get to observe the month of Ramadan, that is a that is a, a tremendous nitma on top of a nitma. So you don't want to blow this month. You have to treat this month like this is the only Ramadan Allah has allowed you to see. And you have no more Ramadans after this. If you do what you have to do in this month, you get all of your sins for the entire year for forgiven. Everything that you did for this year, even though we messed up, all of that is forgiven. And if you fast six days after the month of Ramadan, then you get all of the sins for the next year forgiven. So no matter what you do, all your sins for the next upcoming year is forgiven if you fast six days for the next month. And it just makes the niyat. So, yeah, Allah, I plan to fast six days after the month of Ramadan, after the Eid. I plan to fast that and make your niyat. Make that your niyat, and inshallah, Allah will give you the reward in case you don't do it because you made the intentions to do it. Maybe something came up. Maybe you forgot. But make that your intentions, inshallah. And make it your intentions to make this Ramadan your best Ramadan. The first thing that you want to do is you want to try to make all of your prayers, every salat. Don't miss any of your your prayers this month. That's the first thing that you want to focus on. Try to make them all in their proper times. And you I'll tell your boss, say, look, this is the month of Ramadan. I would like to make my prayer. I wake, I work 8 to 4. So I'm only going to make the, the door prayer. I can make it on my lunch break. I'm not going to take lunch at 12. I'm going to take it at 1. I'm going to make my prayer. Now, I would be a, a productive uh, worker if you allow me to do that. So that's number one. Make all of your prayers. Try to make all of them, inshallah. Number two, try to read the Quran. The Quran is broken down to 30 Jews. Try to read the Jews a day. One, one, one third of the Quran every day. And you have 30 in the month of Ramadan. And try to read, uh, not fast, but try to read and understand what you're reading. The Messenger of Allah so that said, when well, you're reading the Quran and you're not concentrating on what you're reading, and you really not care about what you're reading, then stop reading it because it's not going to benefit you. So when you read the Quran every day, try to read intensively and, and focus. And if you get bored, just don't read it anymore. Simple. Don't read the Quran just because you're fulfilling something. You want to get something out of it, inshallah. So that's number two. The second thing that you want to do is you want to monitor your behavior. I mean, the third thing you want to do is monitor your behavior. Monitor that you're not using profanity, monitor, that you're not talking to anybody any type of disrespectful way. You're trying to monitor your behavior in every way, shape, or form. That's what you want to do. You want to monitor your behavior, make sure that you are an excellent of character in everything that you're doing. You you want to monitor your, what you're doing is saying. 
that a lost Madonna is watching you everywhere you go. You want to monitor all of that. So, inshallah, when you come out of this month of Ramadan, you will be a better Muslim, a better human being than you were when you were in this month of Ramadan, inshallah. This is the goal. This is what we want to do, inshallah. There's no benefit if you uh, fast the whole month of Ramadan and then Ramadan is over, you're still the same Muslim, you're still smoking weed, you're still the pop. Papa Perkins says you're still cussing. You're still doing everything you did before Ramadan came. That means that there's a high, uh, that is a that is a high a sign that Allah may not have uh, accepted your Ramadan because you're not a better Muslim. You didn't do it to change. You just did it just because it was Ramadan and you needed something to do. You wasn't trying to be a better Muslim, a better human being. But if you are a different Muslim, after Ramadan is over, that is a that is a sign that Allah accepted your fast, and He helped you grow. It helped you and give you iman. The, 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 the purpose of Ramadan is to help us gain taqwa, fear of Allah, self control. That's all it is: is self control, taqwa. You control your your eating habits, and you can control your sexual habits. That is a fact. If you can't control your eating habits, then you can't control your sexual habits. You have to learn how to control your carnal desires and not literally function on the level of an animal. You have to be better than an animal. You have to be a human being. Or something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed with, with uh, uh, he ennobled the, 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 the face of Adam. We have dignity. Our natural disposition is to walk upright. So we need to focus on the level of a human being and not animals. And we need to focus, because some Muslims are literally functioning like animals. You have, like, different types of brains. You have the reptilian brain, like a snake or a lizard. And the reptilian brain just do. It don't think. It doesn't think about the consequences. Like, I can buy me an alligator, and I can never train this alligator not to bite me because he's a reptilian. He don't have a brain to think these type of logical things. So he's just going to do... What the alligator do? He's going to eat me if I go in the water. Some human beings, some Muslims are functioning on this type of brain. They they get uh they get hungry. They're going to eat. They don't care that it's Ramadan. Oh, I'm 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 sick. They want money. They don't have any money. They're going to rob somebody. They want sex. They don't care about getting married. They're just going to have sex. They function on the R brain. It's called the R brain, the reptilian brain. You know. We don't want to be on that brain. We want to, be, and then the next type of brain is a person who functions off emotion. He or she based her whole life on emotion. That's it. She gets angry. She want to beat somebody up. You know, she gets sad. She shuts down. She don't want to talk to anybody. We don't want to. We want to be the person who functions on the brain of a human being. They have dignity. That we have the choice and the conscious effort to. Think about what we're doing before we do it. To think about the consequences. To think about the 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 the, uh, the actions that we're doing. This is the brain that Allah gave us. This is the difference between us and human beings, being animals. Animals don't think like that. We can think. So let's think about our future. Let's think about paradise and hellfire. And try to make the best decisions we can. Inshallah. Because if this is the last Ramadan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give us, then we want to make it our best Ramadan, inshallah. We want to make this Ramadan the, the Ramadan that we can be proud of, that when we leave, 
we can say, mashallah, I did the best I could as a Muslim, and I gave Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his rights, and I tried my best. I gave him all that I got. You know, it was up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whether he would accept it or not, but I have nothing else to give. This is how we want to leave Ramadan. We, want to, we don't want to leave with regret. Trust me. You know, and uh, keep a calculation of the days of Ramadan. So know that when it gets to the last 10 days, you can start observing the night of power because that is a night worth a thousand bless a thousand months of blessings. A thousand months of blessings. You don't who who wants to miss that? I don't want to miss that. You shouldn't want to miss that. And you don't really have to do that much. Just make sure that you found reading the Quran or worshiping Allah that night, that odd night. Make two rakats and dedicate them to Allah subhanahu to do something PCBD that. And if you're getting married this month, that is alhamdulillah, that is the sunnah. The Messenger of Allah was reported to get married one particular time in the month of Ramadan. So that is the sunnah. And shaitan is locked up, so you have a chance to be with your zoj and your wife, you know, without the influence of the shaitan. So that right there is a nitma. That is a beautiful thing. You know, so don't try not to backbite. Try not to slander. You don't want to give your good deeds away during the month of Ramadan. You need all of these good deeds. You get 70 times the blessings in this particular month. So don't backbite. Try not to slander. You know, try not to even speak because you know you like to slander and you like to backbite, you like to gossip. So try not to even speak during the day. Why why give away your good deeds? Just try not to even speak. Try to just read books or do your jobs. Talk less as possible. Or initiate conversation. Just answer one question. That's it. And you can guarantee yourself a good a good day of fasting. This is serious, brothers and sisters. This this is this is this might be our last Ramadan. We don't we're not guaranteed another one. This is it. This is all we have. See right now there's a cash in hand. This is what you're gonna do right now. Tomorrow's a promissory note. You're not guaranteed that. And yesterday is a spent check. You can't do nothing with a spent check. You can't take it to the store and try to buy something else, but it's already spent. Today is cash in. What are you going to do right now, today? For some of us, this is the second day of Ramadan. For some of us, this is the first day of Ramadan. It really doesn't matter because everyone is fasting, and it's all about what do you want to do today? When you go to sleep tonight, are you going to be proud with the stuff, that the fasting that you have done? And number, number four, because I was counting down. Number four, because I was talking about one, two, three, and four. But number four, when you break your fast, try not to break your fast with a big, gigantic plate of food where you stuff yourself. Try to eat in moderation because the whole purpose of this is to gain tukwa. And, you know, try to lose weight. Try to regulate the body because when you're fasting during the month of Ramadan, your stomach shrinks down to the regular size that it is. That's why you get it don't take a lot for to fill you up. Because usually when outside of Ramadan, you eat beyond your means and your stomach stretch. So when Ramadan comes, your stomach shrink down. Make a fist. Ball your fist up, according to the doctors. If you ball your fist up, that's the size of your stomach. If you put it next to your stomach, that's the size of your stomach. So how much can food can you eat that can fill that fist up? So try not to overeat. Eat in moderation. Eat slow. Because if you're eating slow then you would get full quicker, and then you can stop eating. Another thing, when you drink hot tea, don't blow it. Don't blow the hot tea. The Messenger of Allah says, let it cool off on its own and drink it as, as it's cooling off. 
but don't blow it, don't rush it. You know, there's sooners out there, Hadith out there, that you can see how the messenger of Allah drunk water. Like you see how when you when you uh, well, how we drink water, we take we take the bottle, we take gulps of water. The messenger of Allah didn't drink water like that. When he drunk water, he used to drink it with like sips almost. You know, like like real slow, so the water can basically uh, uh, have a uh, um, an important digestive system in the, in the body. He didn't drink real gulps of water. So the, so the entire stomach could become like real like uh, polluted or real full, so the, it wouldn't be able to digest the food as quickly. But if you drink like type of like sips, like like big sips of water, this is how you would drink your your, your stomach. The enzymes in your stomach would digest your food quicker because with the water, a lot of water, it would it would dilute the acid and the enzymes in your stomach, so you wouldn't be able to digest your food quicker. So think about that. The third about these things is a book called the Shema'il. You can download the PDF file. Actually, they got the entire Shema'il online in like a lecture. The book, you can download the PDF form, and you can download all of the lectures. As far as I know, one of the, uh, it was an email from Chicago. I think his name was uh, Sheikh Sakar. He was a, he was a, a Sheikh in Chicago. And um. Tomorrow, when I come online, I'll give you the website for his uh, his website address because you can go online, you can download the whole Shema'il, and it, it describes the Messenger of Allah's uh, mannerism, how he wore his clothes, how he drunk food, how he drunk water, how he ate food to the T. So you can try to get some type of knowledge of how the Messenger of Allah so that's what I'm eight. The shows that we do today is only going to be a half an hour. MashaAllah. Um, I just want to do a little lesson every day to try to get people just a little reminder, you know, so we can get back to our studying, inshallah. But the next show that we would do, if you have any questions in the comments, hit the number one on your phone, and I'll come to you, inshallah. And um, if you have any questions or any comments, inshallah, I'll go to a caller right now, um, 267-303. You have a question or a comment, inshallah. Two six seven three zero three. Mashallah. But the next show that we will do tomorrow will be tomorrow at two thirty or three o'clock. Uh, one of the two, Inshallah. Um, may Allah Subhanahu bless all of our fans. A great success until it's time to break fast. Allahu Amin. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. is your highest priority. Worry no more. The Children's School offers early childhood education that counts. We provide a variety of learning activities to enable all of our children to grow and... Assalamu alaikum. This is your brother, Seifu Haq, inviting all my brothers and sisters to go check out the Dean Overdue movie, now available on Vimeo On Demand. That's V-I-M-E-O On Demand. For $9.99, and you can also get it on Amazon Instant Video. Inshallah, go to Google and type in Vimeo On Demand, or you can go to Amazon Instant Video. Inshallah, the Islamic Movie of the Year. Please support me. Check it out. Uh, Cover Girls is coming up next, Inshallah. 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.